and welcome. It has been a while, <laughs> but this is still the Millennial Health Podcast, and I am Dr. J. Sheree Allen, your host, a board-certified family physician who is passionate about the health of my fellow millennials. I know we're booked and busy, and this year getting slams left, right, and center by COVID-19, but I am honestly so happy for this opportunity to be back here with you again, sharing some of my most important health messages and bringing them straight to you on this podcast. So, you know, these conversations absolutely don't substitute for a visit with your personal physician. But I'm hoping to draw awareness to some important issues so we can improve our health. Where is the reset button on 2020? Like there has to be one. There just needs to be one. If you find it, please send me a DM, send me an email, something. Just let your girl know what's going on because this has been rough isn't even the word. Like it's not even the word. I think I'm still searching for the word. So a lot has taken place and I absolutely love this journey that I've been on with you guys, but I do feel the need to pause a little and kind of explain what's been going on. I know I've been MIA for the month of June, but I think 2020 just kind of came crashing down on me and in the name of self-preservation and recognizing that I had limited bandwidth and I had the energy to do but so much, right, which includes working daily as a physician. Uh, seeing patients who are still chronically ill, diabetes hasn't gone anywhere, high blood pressure hasn't gone anywhere, right? Uh, children are still getting sick. And of course, COVID-19 and health inequities are here with us too, on top of all of that. I've unfortunately also had some family uh, deaths that have hit really close to home. So it started with my grandmother earlier this year. And my grandmother actually lived with us while growing up in New York City. So she lived at home with my mom, my brother, my sister, and myself while we were growing up in New York. And so that was actually our first experience with death, I would say. You know, we've said you know, my condolences or rest in peace to so many different people. As a physician, I've pronounced so many people, you know, and I've sat there with families, I've cried with families, but nothing like when it happens to you. There's, you know, I'm Jamaican, there's this song, and that's it, is who feels it knows it. And honest to God, I don't know those words to be any more true than they have been these past few months. And so that was harsh, you know, going through the process of grieving, especially as COVID was really at its height in New York City. You know, I really had to weigh almost being doctor versus 
daughter, you know, because I knew my mom needed me there to be supportive. You know, I'm away, my brother's away. So it's just my mom and my younger sister. And so I knew mom needed us, but I also knew the risk I was taking in traveling to New York City in the midst of coronavirus and coming back and having to see my own patients, you know, who are vulnerable in their own ways. But it was it was quite a phase, quite a journey to go through. I think one of my moments where I realized like, whoa, this is a different year, we were at the funeral parlor. And so we were trying to make arrangements for her burial. And so the mortician undertaker, the guy who runs the funeral home, <laughs> um, he said to us, so what exactly are you looking for with this funeral? And my mom and I just stared at each other and my uncle actually was there too, but he was sitting outside because again, this is COVID. They only allowed two people. So my mom and I went in and my uncle sat outside. So my mom looked and I, we looked at each other and said, what do you mean? What are we looking for? He's like, so what are you expecting with this process? You know, what are you looking for with casketing and makeup and all this stuff? And I was like, um, we, we don't know. <laughs> we don't, we don't know any of this. So that was quite new to us. And I think that was the first time we realized that we were in for one hell of a ride this year. So there's apparently a whole to do about planning funerals for people, choosing caskets. And just, it just got into this level of, I don't know, grief that just these really hard, heavy, sad decisions that we just never saw ourselves having to make, you know, it got really hard. So I send so much love out there to all the families, all the friends who unfortunately are going through that in this rough season. Burying a family member is tough enough, but doing it with, you know, all the COVID restrictions and precautions, honestly, I think it it like takes away your ability to like celebrate the lives that we're losing, you know, and to think, you know, we're what past a hundred and you know, fifty thousand deaths or so, and it's just it's heartbreaking to know that there are so many people who didn't have a chance to say goodbye, similar to the story of the second death that my family experienced, which was my godfather, who actually made it off the ventilator. And so we're hopeful that he was going to make it, but unfortunately didn't. You know, that in trying to tell some of the other family members, people who aren't doing as well, you're kind of tiptoeing around. I don't know. It's truly taking a toll on the grieving process. And I think just how we celebrate people and their lives, you know, to think, going back to my grandmother, who was such a big woman in her church her whole entire life, and she couldn't even have a service in her church, you know, to think about, I don't know, my, my mom would say she's gone, so she doesn't feel it. But, you know, those of us who remain feel this uh, sense of indebtedness to those who we love and wanting to honor them, right, the right way. So I think that's another part of what's been going on this year. Then 
I was getting, you know, picking up my stride. I think I was still holding on to the things I was doing. I was still managing, quote unquote, uh, balance. And there's no such thing as balance, by the way, but for lack of a better word, right, balancing. And then my father's twin sister, my aunt, died unexpectedly. And I think that brought home the issue of health and health care in the midst of this pandemic. She unfortunately died from a heart attack. And I think, you know, with with COVID-19, not necessarily in the case of my aunt, but I think in terms of my patients and all the other patients, you know, who are out there and around the world, you know, with COVID-19 and the precautions that are now in place, you know, hashtag stay home, stay safe, or, you know, staying away from the clinic or the ER if you don't have to, or if you don't need to go, right? How do you know if you really have to go? How do you know if you really need to go? You know, in the case of my aunt, unfortunately, she thought she had gas, right? And I think about how many other patients out there, you know, are probably uh, dismissing their symptoms or, you know, thinking less of their symptoms just because they're trying to be extra cautious and not put themselves in harm's way, knowing, right, that the cases are coming to our clinics and are coming to our ERs. So that has really hit close to home. So I know you guys have heard so much about COVID. I think we are COVID did out, (laughs) if that is a term at all. But it is so important that we continue these precautions. Please wear your mask. Please, please, please wear your mask. I don't know if this is wave number two or this is wave number one that actually never did go away because the curve really didn't get back to baseline, you know, Um, but things are really ramping up again. And to think, you know, we're heading into fall soon where we have flu season, which we know comes around every year. So I'm really encouraging you guys as we talk about millennial health here. It's important to know that, yes, you know, some of us don't necessarily experience the severe symptoms. Some of us may not experience the worst, right, which is death from this. But we have to understand that if we do get this virus, we can pass it on to other people who are more vulnerable. And the truth is, we are actually vulnerable. If we really want to look into it and look at the data, we are vulnerable. There are people our age, our peers who really are becoming victims of this virus. And so I would love to reinforce that point that in the midst of everything all the grieving the you know the loss all the plans that have been canceled just there's so many things that have changed in this period right in the midst of this pandemic it's important though that we recognize we're still in this fight and as we're trying to move forward with our lives our daily routines we have to remember to be vigilant so guys please 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 wear your mask. All right. And then let's try, I know it's summertime, (laughs) but to keep some of the social functions and gatherings that put us at increased risk, let's keep those to a minimum or just wear your mask, right? Things outdoors are safer than things indoors, things with masks, 
you know, definitely safer than if no one's wearing a mask, you know, and all the other precautions I think are so important. So let's give it our very best. And the last thing I want to stress is that this has really taken a toll on our mental health. Like, It is just so exhausting some days to just get up and keep going. You know, I want to encourage you to listen to your body. If this is just too much and your plate right now is too full, you have one too many Zoom meetings scheduled, right? It's okay. My husband would say these aren't normal times, right? It's okay if you need to make some adjustments. If there is a program that you've been the head of this program or this volunteer project or, you know, this side hustle, right? Needs to take a little break. That's okay. Like with my podcast, you guys know I record, I try to record ahead of time. So I have quite a few podcasts that are already recorded and we're scheduled for release earlier, right? I had to reach out to the physicians who so graciously donated their time to share on this platform to say to them, you know, I'm so sorry, but I had to step away in the name of self-preservation. I had to, right? And I mean, the responses have just been amazing. People understand. People understand, okay? So be very kind. Be very generous to yourself in the midst of this process. I encourage you. And one of the things that I've been doing for my health, this is really my health, you know, is sitting and taking stock of some of the opportunities that I've been given or some of the initiatives that I'm a part of and really analyzing, do I need to continue this venture in this season? So there is a medical conference that I was really excited about, actually, and I applied last year to give an oral presentation. So excited to get accepted to this, actually. It was for the Society of Teachers in Family Medicine, which is huge, right, in academic medicine. I'm planning to go off to fellowship in uh, another two years, so I really want to start getting back into academic medicine. And I was actually going to talk about podcasting. I was putting together some data and some work on podcasting to give a presentation using this, you know, in the medical field. And... I got back from these funerals and I got an email saying the conference has been uh, transitioned to a virtual event, which totally understandable at this point in time. I don't think any of us would be traveling (laughs) for that conference at this time, but it's been transitioned and the presentations are now also going to be virtual. They needed to be recorded and uploaded by a certain time. And I just had to have a long, hard look at my schedule the week that this was going to be due. And I knew I didn't have the time. I also didn't have the emotional bandwidth. And I responded and said, I'm not able to do this. I was actually able to withdraw. That is huge. That is absolutely huge for, you know, a chance to present on podcasting in medicine. For me, this is my first time. So I was really excited, but I had to be honest with myself about my limitations. And again, in the interest of my health, 
right? I had to preserve my mind. I had to preserve my energy because I can do but so much, right? There will be future opportunities to give presentations on this same topic. But in this moment, I need to be a good doctor to my patients who I have to see. I need to be a good daughter to my father who's grieving the loss of his twin sister, right? The last remaining, I think of his mom, his dad, and his sister, three of the four of them growing up, he's the only one left. So I understand his needs are different, right? I have to be a good wife, to my husband. You know, I want to continue my podcasting ventures. So I have to make some room to record and to release my episodes, right? I'm launching a business. I have to put some time into that. So I just have to take time. So I encourage you guys to try the same. So I am back on track now. I have hired someone to edit my podcast. So I don't have the additional tasks. That's another thing. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Again, for your health. So I've hired someone to help with that. So I'm super excited to get back on this journey with you guys. I think this is so important. I also think it's important that we share some of these stories and explain some of these gaps because, you know, we follow each other on social media and we talk through that medium, but we don't share the lows right? When I'm crying, when I'm sad, when I've missed a deadline, when I've decided, you know, I'm not getting on the mic today. You know, I don't share those moments because those moments I'm actually using what energy I do have to pull myself through to that next day, right? But when I do pull myself through, I think it's important that we're honest with each other. So we give each other permission to be human, And like my husband said, acknowledge that these are just not normal times. All right, guys. So I just wanted to pop in and share that with you. But we are going to get right back on track with the Millennial Health Podcast. We have an awesome conversation coming up now with a phenomenal physician, mother, wife, who is just doing it all and also trying to inspire others in her corner of the world on social media, which is like, I don't know, pushing the tight teens to 20,000 strong. She's doing really well. So check out this new episode, guys. We're back. We have episodes on uh, obesity medicine, motherhood in medicine, important. We talked to an OBGYN about maternal mortality in the Black community. I mean, we've got it all. We've got some really exciting stuff, really relevant to the health of us as millennials. So you know the deal. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for your patience while I was away, but we're back. We're going to finish out the year real strong. (laughs) Every two weeks, there'll be a new episode. You know, my goal is always to share valuable information with you guys and draw awareness to some important health issues. But I always encourage you to consult your physician for personalized medical advice. But I really do hope this information was beneficial. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. Share with your friends and your family. And you know you can reach me on all social media platforms at Dr. Jayshree. So that's D-R-J-A-Y-S-H-E-R-E-E. 
Bye.